Welcome to the Success Road Podcast. Success is not a destination, it's a journey. My name is Joshua Rivers, and we'll discover things that help us on this road of success. Sometimes there are little things that can make a big difference. Sometimes we need to delve into the bigger questions. Throughout history, people have sought to answer several big questions, like, who am I? Where did I come from? Where am I going? Why am I here? Philosophers in many different countries and religions throughout history have pondered these questions and have come up with just as many opinions on what the answers are. I'm not going to be so bold as to say that I have all the answers or I figured it all out, but I do believe that God has given us the answers in the Bible. I do look at or listen to what others have to say, but I try to look in the Bible for the final say. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, it's no secret that I'm a Christian and that God and the Bible play a big part in my life. As a side note, an important part of reading and studying the Bible is to keep things in the context in which they were written and also not to read into the Bible any preconceived ideas that we may have. Knowing where we come from and where we're going are both important. The Bible says that we will go somewhere when we die, and we have to settle that while we are here. It clearly teaches that the way to heaven is only through Jesus. This is important to know, but we aren't focusing on that in this episode. Knowing why you're here is also important. God has us here for a reason. Each of us has a purpose. Ultimately, that is to give glory to God but he also has specific things for us to do as individuals. Again, this is not the topic for today. I want to focus on the question, who am I? Twice a month, my church has a grief recovery group that I help lead. I'm not an expert, but I've learned a lot since we started last year. There is certainly more to it, but a large part of grief comes when a loved one dies. When we look back to creation, death did not exist. Death didn't happen until Adam sinned. Death is the consequence of our sin. Of course, Adam didn't physically die as soon as he sinned. It took about 900 years. Same thing for us. We don't always experience the consequences of our actions until much later. People handle grief in many ways. Grief may bring remorse, regret, or even despair and depression. One leading cause of people reacting in a way that brings them down this road is misplaced or missing identity. They don't really know who they are. Sometimes when a spouse dies, the remaining person is no longer married. Especially for someone who has been married for 40, 50, or 60 years, their identity has either been as husband or wife. That identity brings with it certain responsibilities and feelings. With that identity stripped away, what's left? It's a completely different role for them. They look in the mirror and they don't recognize the person looking back at them. They don't know who they are anymore. This feeling scares many people and they don't know how to handle it. This leads them to discouragement and depression. They have the tendency to disconnect from the world around them, which actually worsens their feelings. A similar thing happens at retirement. I was listening to a podcast on retirement a little while back. While they usually focus on the financial aspect of retirement, saving and investing, they also talk about other aspects of retirement. The two hosts are financial advisors, 
so they work with a lot of people through this transition in life. They have observed that there are some that don't live long after retirement, and it's not due to poor health or old age. It's because they worked for 40 or 50 years and suddenly stopped. Their identity was wrapped up in what they did for a living. After retiring, they wake up in the morning and they're faced with basically nothing to do. They lose their purpose for getting up and doing things. At first, it was great. It felt like an extended vacation, but then reality settled in. The hosts of that podcast encourage people to plan ahead for this by getting involved in different things in the community or in their church. This helps them to get new purpose during the retirement years. This, however, doesn't resolve the identity issue. They merely switch their identity from full-time worker to part-time worker or volunteer. Who they are runs deeper than that. Who you are runs deeper than what you do. Who you are runs deeper than the relationships that you have with your friends and family. Who you are runs deeper than your skin color, race, or gender. So, who are you then? What's your identity? Where do you get that identity? Well, the Bible says that your identity should come from God. If you have trusted him as your personal savior, he promises never to leave you nor forsake you. Also, the Bible says that God will never change. He's always the same. If our identity is another person, our job, or anything else, your identity will fluctuate. Jobs get eliminated. People move away, die, or make mistakes. When these change and your identity is tied to them, you begin to lose your identity. On the other hand, if your identity is in God, your identity will remain stable regardless of the circumstances around you. Remember when Jesus was walking on the water? His disciples were in the middle of the Sea of Galilee when a storm broke out. Jesus walked toward them on the water. When the disciples realized who he was, Peter asked if he could come out to them. Peter walked out on the water with Christ. As long as Peter kept his eyes on Christ, the storm and circumstance around him didn't affect his ability to stay on top of the water. It wasn't until he took his eyes off of Christ and focused on the storm around him that he began to sink. If we keep our identity in Christ, the storm and circumstances around us won't take us down. As the saying goes, even though it's a simple concept, it's not necessarily easy to implement. We are human and have the tendency to become self-involved and self-focused. We need to intentionally give our lives to God. In closing, here's the passage from Romans that I'm sure is very familiar, Romans chapter 8. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to become conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own Son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again. 
who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Again, that's in Romans chapter 8, verses 28 to 38, to 39, actually. And it's an absolute perfect conclusion to this episode. Now, it doesn't completely close the whole topic, but hopefully this gives you something to be able to think about and to really examine in your life where you are getting your identity. Who are you? And that could be a very big key in your life to be able to give you the peace and the happiness that you need in your life to be able to go on and do the things that God wants you to be able to do. Now with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for this episode. In the next episode, we're gonna have an interview with Tom Schwab, who is the founder of, <coughs> excuse me, who is the founder of Interview Valet. And so he's done a lot of great things and he has a great story to be able to share and a lot of insight. And so I'm definitely excited to be able to talk with him and be able to share that with you next time on the podcast. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and sign off for this week and I will talk to you later. You can get the show notes by going to joshuarivers.net and you can be able to find the show notes there and contact me or leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. With that, God bless and you take care.